Attention, everyone. This is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. Why, hello, and welcome to uh, episode 73 of the Kaiju Cast, and it's our live episode, where nothing can possibly go wrong. This has been one one uh, stressful two hours for, for me here. I'm Kyle, and uh, this is our live listener party, and it's, it's always a good live listener party when we have a, a chat room where people can talk and, you know, get, um, get their... Uh, their comments in and you can see like live reactions but our chat room is totally pooping the bed and so uh we're gonna do something differently when it comes to the actual uh the actual contests and stuff because we have a ton of stuff to give away here and i don't want it sitting around my house for too long brian and jeff are here with me say hi guys hello hi and uh they are uh going to be hanging out and we're going to talk about some stuff and we're going to talk to some guests tonight uh what's going to happen as far as the actual trivia questions go is the um we're going to ask a trivia question and as lame as it is we're just going to have to get email responses from people i'll keep my email open uh during the show so we can actually get like the people who are winning and so forth uh (laughs) But man, this is a uh, this is just great. It's a good thing I have beer here. It takes the yep. edge off. And Jeff, you you moved your microphone so you can't hear you at all. I can't hear you. No, nobody I can can't. hear you. You're like you're talking up here. This is where you're talking. 
That's what he's talking to. Yeah, but he has a different microphone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I had like a, this. Exactly like that. Okay. Yeah, see, you get new equipment. It's old school You got to tighten it, too, so it doesn't fall on your face. Mm, I kind of like it. That it's professional here. We're <laughs> professional, professional podcrafters. And, uh, it's exciting this way. Yeah. <laughs> it's on... Un, un, uh, it's unfortunate. Banana oil, as uh, Danny D said in the uh, in the chat room, that I'm still in, but uh, people are timing out. Anyway, we I tried testing this stuff out. Major apologies, everyone. Uh, however, the show still goes on, right? I mean, we don't just make all these plans and then abandon the show and then not do what we're supposed to do. Uh, let me tell you who we're talking to. We're going to be talking to uh, Ed and Mike from a magazine called Monster Attack Team. There uh it's a it's a fanzine that's gotten some involvement from famous monsters recently. And so we're going to be talking to those guys about what they're doing and how they got started in the magazine. That's going to be pretty much in about mm, let's say well it's going to be less than 10 minutes. Uh but we're going to we're going to talk to those guys. We're going to talk we're going to have a lot of time to talk about the Godzilla legendary pictures news that's something i figured people would want to know about yeah there's been a lot of a lot of stuff come down in the last week or two yeah it's uh it's you know there's some good stuff coming around uh hey they're hearing the show just fine thanks thanks a lot big wired and um we're also going to talk to well i've got a it's not calling in live because the timing didn't work out but david oaks from toy freaks i have an interview segment with him that that's going to be our break uh, and then we're going to finish up the show with uh, some talk with Matt Frank, kaiju artist extraordinaire, and um, and uh, he's got some cool things that have been going on for him. And uh, basically, that's how the show's going to go. Um, so before we get started and get into our, our phone call, how are you guys doing? As well, in, as in well. my, my co-hosts here. For the <laughs> yeah, we, we, we are doing well. We, we're, or I, I am doing well. Can't speak yes, about. I'm doing well as uh, well as well. But, as well, um, that's good. Um, any uh, any Godzilla cool things Godzilla related happen to you guys any, anytime soon? Not I w- recently, I guess is the word I would use there. I watched the Mysterians the other night. How'd you like that, man? I I really like that movie. I'm a big fan of the alien invasion uh, genre that Toho does, um, and the alien invasion just in general, but particularly the Toho movies that do it. So. <laughs> Less about the movies, more about the alien invasion. You just really are ready to give up command to to Earth. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I um. One of my Christmas presents this year was the uh, Dimension Blu-ray set. Oh, Ooh. sweet, sweet. Is, uh, pretty nice. Yeah, actually, I have uh, your Christmas gift downstairs, Jeff. Oh, nice. And I have a high five for you later, Brian. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I I spent yesterday driving out to Hood River to actually uh, talk to David from Toy Freaks and pick up the stuff. I really have to say, if, you, if you're if you on the... If you guys out there follow the Facebook page, you know that uh, I've been posting all of these really awesome uh, images for the prizes. They're awesome. Ugh. It's a good thing I have uh, alcohol with me here. <laughs> I've been posting a lot of really awesome imagery of really awesome prizes because we have a ton of stuff to give away. Last year, I uh, it took me way too long to get the stuff out, so in- instead of doing a million different prizes to a lot of different people, what we're doing this year is we are having one prize pack every... I don't know. We're doing four prize packs, basically, and there's a ton of stuff in there. You guys got to check them out before, before we came up here to start recording and 
Uh, I pulled out all my hair, what little of it there is. Um, there's, uh, there's stuff from YMSF. There's stuff from uh, uh, Matt Frank had put prints in a, in a box for me and sent them out here. There's just a ton of stuff. And, uh, man, I'm really, really bummed that the chat isn't working. Talking about this is kind of making me a little upset. <laughs> but um, it's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> we are going to uh, we are going to get started on our first call here. Um, I'm calling these guys now. The deal is that Mike Mike is in Texas. Mike Keller and uh, Ed is in Japan. Both of these guys work with uh, with their magazine, which is called Monster Attack Team, and uh, they I believe are on the line right now. How are you guys doing? Doing fine. How are you? Excellent. So how how was uh, how's Japan right now, Ed? Japan right now is raining. Um, you know, it's getting cold. Uh, it's a great place to live, and uh, I'm very fortunate to be here and be able to uh, bring a lot of exclusives to our readers and a lot of the, uh, the fans and tokusatsu maniacs out there besides ourselves. Right on. So, are you uh, are you in Japan? Are you there studying, or you live there for uh, for the f- forever, or what's the why are you in? Why do you get to live in the in the land of the rising sun and make everyone else <laughs> jealous? I'm a government paralegal, so I work uh, as a paralegal, working with attorneys. And um, my hobby and my passion, obviously, uh, on the side, is is doing Monster Attack Team. And by the grace of God, we're doing it again. We're doing it in a big, big way now. So uh, explain to the listeners who don't know anything about Monster Attack Team exactly what, uh, what you guys are, were, are doing out there, essentially. Well, we put together a magazine uh, combined with a lot of top-notch experts and writers and graphic designers, including Keller himself okay. here. Uh, and we also um, not only feature things that you may have seen on the, on the web or you've heard from other people, but we have a lot of exclusives with people on the inside and artists, and there's so many projects going on and so many you know things we can't officially announce yet that we're going to blow the doors away on the way it's been covered in the past. And we are honoring you know the old uh, tried and true like Japanese Fantasy Film Journal and Famous Monsters and G-Fan, Oriental Cinema, all those you know, people who've been doing it for a long time. We are just a step up and accompanying all those people as we go forward. So and, will it, excuse me, so will it, will it be a uh, print magazine as well as like online? Oh, it's already uh, a print the, magazine. The yeah. online thing is still being worked out, but yes, that, that is definitely a consideration that has been uh, brought to our to our attention and people have asked for it and so I've been told since the beginning that this is uh, going to be online as well in some form or fashion I mean just to, to basically let people know um, myself and Mike and, and the whole team and everything we've been working this for about two years so that's why there's been such a delay in, in the next issue so you know with that being said there's all kinds of contracts and things of that nature that have to be done but this is going to be the best thing that anybody has seen Awesome. Well, I, I have uh, two of your issues now. I have, oh man, I don't know what the the numbers are, but I basically have the. There's an issue that Matt Frank did the cover for. Yeah, that's that's uh that's called. It's either nine or M nine, depending on what it says up in the corner. 
And then I also have another one where Ultraman is headlocking around another monster. I think they're both, like, they came out right around the same time, or they're, you know, the sequential issues from one to the next. Well, we yeah, those, those came out because of, uh, basically, we went with the big boys, went through Diamond uh, Comics, and then Diamond Comics wanted us to, to split those up and, you know, do all the things that they needed us to do. And consequently enough, it's like, uh, Diamond actually dropped us for distribution and so then uh, we told them thank you and we appreciated it and then strangely they came back and said we want more Monster Attack Team they're sold out or whatever we said well thank you very much and now here we are today getting ready to be in Diamond again but this time being published by Famous Monsters later this year that is awesome so Famous Monsters went like they came back what, like two years ago is that Approximately 2010, and you know they're you know back in the forefront, and they're you know tied into uh, strangely enough a lot of the same people that we used to know too, and you know, they not only cover Universal monsters and you know things happening all over Hollywood, but this is an extension of you know their success with the kaiju issues. Excellent. So, That's very cool. And I guess you're doing some kind of prize thing or whatever, so somebody's going to get one of those as well. Yeah, that, yeah, we're actually, I don't know if you caught wind of this, but we're having some real issues with the chat room uh, that we have. So what we're, we're changing things out to uh, actually be uh, emailed in. So there's, there's not that instant gratification. I mean, everybody uh. has email. It's a real bummer because I'm like... I spent a lot of time working on it, but hey, I'm not here to complain about my own server system and hosting service. That's not you guys don't want to hear that. <laughs> uh, but so when you guys uh, when you guys produce an issue, I mean, like what's uh, you you tap a lot of people out in the the fandom community, especially the the historians that. Well, I don't know if historian is the right word, but the people that I consider to be uh, big time uh, kaiju experts. And so you tap those guys to write a whole bunch of your your articles, and I I've got like I said those two magazines, and some of the articles in there are just really fantastic and right up my alley. Um, but you guys, oh, which ones? Um, the Ultra Q episode or issue, not issue. You had an Ultra Q article, right? In one of them. Now see, that's right. You called me out on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to actually go run down there and grab one. But I remember, I remember, I took them last year. I went to my girlfriend's parents' house and I sat out in the in the yard and like read through both of the magazines. It was really awesome. Well, thanks for doing that. A lot of people, have, a lot of people have responded that um, you know they read it cover to cover, reread it, you know, read it on the plane, read it on the way to the convention, that kind of thing. You know, from the the most casual beginning fan to the people who have been diehard. So. Our goal from the beginning was to bring people together, and <clears throat> you know now it's happening. You know, the extension of the famous monsters issues. Um, you know, all the things happening in fandom, all the releases coming out, all the movies coming out, the next Godzilla film. You know, we've pretty much are building up a reservoir of stuff and contacts and people to meet, and this includes a lot of people from the old guard, the new guard. And the guard that's being established as people are listening to your kaiju cast right now. Excellent, very cool. So you guys are going to be doing some uh, some appearances in uh, conventions this year, right? Or at least in one specific one. Yes, uh, that's correct. Uh, we are uh, 
going to be guests at the Acon 24 in Dallas, Texas, and a lot of the people who are teaming up with us, you know, our publishers and uh, editor August Ragoni and uh, Bob Eggleton, a painter, Matt Frank, uh, artist painter, and myself and Mike, and of course a lot of other people there. Thousands of people. It's the longest running Japanese animation convention in the United States, and we've been there before. We brought uh, guests last year. Uh, we brought Tak Sakaguchi and Isao Karasawa, Ikatsu actors, to the convention. And so we're going to continue doing that, and we're expanding the, the realms of, of who we're involved with. If, you, if you've seen our past issue, you know, look forward to the next issue, including Japanese music guests, all that kind of stuff. So. We really expanded into the popular culture realm, which we did with the TV show years ago, and we're just going to continue to do that. Cool. Uh, so one uh, appearance too. Uh, we're still working that, but uh, we are slated as um, to be guests at Comic Con too. Which oh, we've been there that's quite that would time. be sweet because I I'm actually planning on going this year. Oh, Fi- great! Finally, awesome. finally. Yeah. Uh, so, just so uh, the listeners know, the peop- especially the people who are listening live, Acon is happening in Dallas at the Hilton Anatoly. Brand, brand new hotel. First time ever doing it in this hotel. And uh, it's supposed to be really impressive. Apparently, like there's like a, like a forest or something inside the hotel. I don't know. I haven't been in it yet. But uh, it, it's supposed to be a really impressive hotel. Very and, cool. Uh, looking they forward. also have um, a, a standing... Japanese art exhibit of some sort at that hotel. So if you're there, you can also peruse through Japanese art. Excellent. Very cool. And so that's happening uh, at the end of May to the, and the beginning of, of June. The last, yeah, what, that would be like three days? Yeah, that's correct. In the hot, hot Texas but with the great air conditioning systems in our hometown when we started this years ago. Very nice. Very cool. So uh, is there... Anything else that you guys want to share about your current current magazine and what's coming out in your next issue, maybe? I can talk a little bit about that. Um, if you guys go on to you know, Facebook and check out the Monster Attack Team Facebook page or you go to our website, monsterattackteam.com, you can find out more stuff. We post it there all the time. Um, that's going to change. You're probably going to see our website expand and be a... Uh, Soon it's going to be part of the, the Famous Monsters world, so that will change. You'll see things grow. You'll see a lot of new things happening. Uh, as far as the issue, it's coming out later this year. We can't say an exact date yet. We can tell you this. It's going to have a cover by Bob Eggleton, nine-time Hugo Award-winning artist. So you know it's going to be good. Um, there's going to be a variety of stuff in there, everything from Godzilla, Ultraman, Common Rider, and beyond stuff that you won't see anywhere else uh, a few surprises it's a big book it's approximately going to be 100, 100 plus pages so you know it's not going to be your normal uh, magazine that you'll see on the stands and all the details will be coming out as soon as we can release them but uh, we appreciate everybody waiting and we want to let you know that the the wait has been worthwhile very nice <laughs> very cool yeah so, uh, did you guys uh, want to supply a question of some kind for our for our listeners? Um, sure, I could supply uh, at least one question. Um, maybe a two part question. 
All right. Uh, now, uh, before before you do that, what I'm going to tell the listeners is, uh, in order to be eligible for the winnings of this, what you're going to need to do is you're going to need to email the answer to controller at kaijucast.com and make sure that your subject line says Matt Trivia, M-A-T Trivia. Uh, Go ahead with the question, sir. Okay, very well. This is probably an easy one. Probably everybody's going to get it, but I'll just do it anyway. Two-part question. When did we start this whole shebang? And second part is, who was my original co-founder? And if you really want to bonus it up, uh, what did the co-founder work on professionally? Now, I think I sent uh, you, Kyle, some stuff that we're going to be sending. Didn't have time to get it all together, but we'll probably throw a few extras in there as well. Uh, okay, that sounds good. And so if you guys have the answers to those questions, then send them to me uh, at that controller at kaijucast.com email address. And um, we will get those prizes mailed out to you. Um, we did actually get, I got an email in uh, asking if you guys were going to be at the Mad Monster Party in March. Uh, we are currently not. I'm not sure if any of our you know, team members are. I mean, a lot of our guys are doing you know, various things, too. Um, some are you know, working on DVD releases. Others are working on magazines as we speak. So uh, it's very quite possible. But... For now, our appearances uh, are going to be at Acon and at Comic-Con, officially. All right. Well, hopefully I'll get to see you guys at one of those. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, just let us know where you're at, and we'll let you know where we're at, and we can get together and, and party in a, uh, a very monstrous way. Excellent. <laughs> You've never been to a Comic-Con before, is that right? I've never been to San Diego before. I've been okay. to other ones, but I know nothing compares because it's massive and huge. And well, let, really... let me know if you you do go there because I'll give you a um, I'll give you like a survival guide for Comic Con after uh, I think after like <laughs> five years in a row I, I've got some tricks that uh, I uh, some I share with other people some I keep to myself but uh, let me know and I'll share those with you. Excellent, sounds good. Uh, yeah, so if you guys can uh, can uh, just uh, keep in touch and I will keep in touch with you guys and we'll hopefully get together in person sometime for a for a full-blown episode that would be awesome sure yeah, we could do that yeah. it'd be awesome we'd love to do that because we still are you know developing the webisode stuff that we have too which kind of is an offshoot of what we did years ago but before I, we we sign up i'd like to say thank you for doing what you're doing and getting all these people together and rallying together and getting all these great prizes and stuff and i know it's uh you know it's 2013 but you know this the stuff that you're doing is well appreciated thank you very much Oh, thanks, guys. And I second all that. Absolutely. Cool. Well, thank you so much for spending the time. Ed, I know you gotta you gotta run, but uh, it's the, the rising sun here early in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even hear any kids or any toys, so you oh, you did a yeah, great well, job. Today is yeah. Jinski. Today is a national holiday where it's called coming of age, where the, the country celebrates all the the young girls turning nineteen around the around the nation. So I'm not getting up right now. <laughs> They're off. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thanks a lot, you guys, and uh, we'll, we'll, we will definitely be in touch. Thank you, Kyle. Okay. Bye. Thanks a lot. That was fun. Yeah, I should show you guys the uh, the mat issues before you take off today. Yeah, I'm curious. They're, they're pretty well produced. I mean, 
it's one of those things where when I look at them and I see the actual quality, it's it's like, nah, this is not what I could consider a fanzine. I mean, in a sense, that's what they started doing. Yeah. And the quality has just really improved quite a bit. Well, it sounds like on this next issue, it's going to be like, like he said, like a book. I mean, 150 pages. That's a pretty big, pretty big issue. Yeah. And now they got that the backing of the famous monsters publisher or whatever so that's that's amazing now have you yeah, guys pretty cool have you guys checked those magazines out at all the recent famous the monsters recent, yeah, yeah the, the recent yeah. kaiju issues of the famous monsters yeah, yeah i've seen those yeah. yeah so that was actually uh when i said the ultra q article i was not prepared for that question <laughs> and that was actually i'm pretty sure in the famous monsters, monsters so but regardless, it's really good that they've teamed up together because, uh, you know, Famous Monsters, that's a pretty big name. Uh, you know, it'd be really cool if somebody from Famous Monsters was listening and gave us some some ad space for free. Yeah, that Famous <laughs> Monsters means a lot to people like us. So. Yeah, it really does. I mean, that's sort of like Famous Monsters is what I equate uh, the early tidbits of information when these movies were coming out. I'm sure fans that are older than I am and, you know, living in the time when you could go see a Godzilla movie in the theater, you know, those are the people that were subscribed to famous monsters and were like just glomming onto that information. Yeah. We talked a little bit during the Frankenstein conquers the world about that issue, but we didn't really open it up in the, in during the show. Yeah. Good stuff. Crazy stuff, but good stuff. And the artwork, uh, the, the Basil Gogo is doing the covers of famous monsters. His paintings are so iconic and, and wonderful and, uh, that the magazine just meant a lot to me over the years. I right. remember as a kid reading it like over and over and over. So, right on, right on. Well, uh, let's see here. We did get some. Uh, we did get some some responses in. So that's good. That means people are paying attention, which is always good. Uh, but I'm not going to actually announce the winners today. What I'm going to be doing is announcing the winners tonight or tomorrow i guess that's still today if i do it this evening but uh after you sober up after i sober up after i get drunk and then i sober up that's when i'll announce the winners and i'll do that on the kaiju cast facebook page so uh sorry for the um sorry for the big uh the big letdown for the chat room you guys i'm just not really happy about that at all especially since we tested it that's just not cool not cool php free chat that i didn't pay for at all (laughs) yeah I did actually. I paid for my. Uh, <clears throat> I paid for my hosting though. Anyway, hey, let's move on to our next topic. You guys ready for it? I'm yeah, ready. Okay, so what we've uh, we've all determined is that there have been a ton of uh, updates about the legendary pictures Godzilla film, and um, it's really, really quite ridiculous. I mean, I think uh, some of it makes Hollywood look like stupid. And some of it is is interesting, and some of it's just disappointing. Like, what there's at least been my I have a, a if you guys want to do this, that's fine. I'm not you know saying that I have any kind of control over over this feed, but the deal is that if you go to Google News, you can actually subscribe to an alert to your phone or to your email that tells you when a message comes through that says Godzilla in it. <laughs> Wow. Which is which is what I've done. <laughs> Normally, it's pretty quiet, but over the past couple of weeks, it's just been blowing it's a, up. It's exploded. It yeah. has. It really has. And that's because. Uh, and help me out. Help me remember these things if I if I can't get them all. Uh, first and foremost, I think it all started when 
uh, one of the producers at the time, Dan Lin, started mentioning some stuff about the production, but it was like, it, these are the kind of complaints that I had about the show uh, just in general is that not the show, but the production in general and the news coming out of that is that what we were hearing was like, oh yeah, it's, it's happening. You guys, these, these, this film is definitely happening. By the way, there's a new screenwriter, by the way, there's another new screenwriter. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I think the first interesting bit of news that I saw was that, uh, Dan Lynn who said that it was happening. He mentioned something about them taking over like one of the sound stages, one of the large sound stages and everybody at Warner or legendary being really happy with what Gareth Edwards was doing so far, mm-hmm. even without a finished script, because then it, the next story was that two of the producers, including Dan Lynn had been, had been fired. Were they, were they fired or were they, or did they qu- quit? No, I think right? they were fired. Uh, and that it had to do with money. You know, like yeah. many things in this world, yeah, it all came down to money. I heard like Warner's wanted them to take a smaller chunk of of change or something in regard to their producer fee. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It, basically, they they said, "Oh, we'll pay you this much money," and then they're like, "Oh, no, no, we're not going to pay you that much money." And now, and then there was litigation now. Yes, like the producers are suing. Yes, that's that's producers. another update. That there now there's there's a lawsuit involved, which is just I think that happened less than twenty four hours. Like that news bite happened yeah. twenty four hours after the news that they had been let go. And it's just like I like getting news about the about the movie. Yeah. I don't like getting a ton of bad news about the movie. Yeah. Especially but, all in a row. Exactly. Yeah. All in a row. It was like every day it was like, Hey, here's some news about Godzilla and it's not good. Here's some news about Godzilla, still not good. But I do think... Unless Dan Lin is a jerk and, like, nobody likes him and then he makes bad movies or something, then Uh, that could be good news. (laughs) But I do think the most promising news and the best news that came out of the last week was the news about Frank Darabont. Oh, yeah. Being hired to do a new screenplay. Yeah. Well, you... I mean... Well, let's talk a little bit about Frank Darabont. Mr. Frank Darabont whose most recent contributions that I'm aware of are The Walking Dead. Yeah, he was like on the first season plus of The Walking Dead. Uh, you hear that he's uh, mostly responsible for the kind of origin and setting the tone of the TV show. So Yeah, and, and he's made quite a few um, <clears throat> very, very good films. Oh, he wrote His, Shawshank Redemption, I believe. Yeah, and he directed that. I'm and, pretty sure I actually saw somebody refer to him as Frank Shawshank Redemption Darabont yeah, he on did. the internet. Yeah. yeah, he wrote and direct um, Shawshank Redemption, The Green Mile, The Mist. Oh, I love The so Mist, he works, yeah. I mean, he's done a lot of Stephen King adap- adaptations. Mm-hmm. He also did uh, the screenplays for, you know, the uh, underrated 1988 uh, Blob remake. Oh, yes. Which that's is a, a, which that's is a very film. cool film. That's uh, the first Blob film I ever saw, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's uh, it's not perfect, but it has some really excellent ideas. They make the blob kind of a biological weapon as opposed to just an alien that's here to eat everything. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's like one of my kind of favorite uh, kind of B eighties yeah eighties movies. Um, yeah, but Darabont he's he's got great ideas. Um, and I think it's just it's it's a good sign that he's attached to uh, to the screenplay. I think he has a, a very good sense of, of of genre. Like when you think of the Blob or the Mist, like uh, he he tends to 
to zone in on what I like about the genre. So yeah, I'm excited to hear that he's working on Godzilla for he's sure. He's good at developing atmosphere. Yes. You know, at least the films that he's in charge of directing anyways. I know he's not directing uh, Godzilla, but um. yeah, well, screenwriting is it. <clears throat> I would love to actually speak to a Hollywood screenwriter and find out what the business is like because the the gist of it, at least what I get from just reading things on the internet, because everybody knows that everything on the internet's true, uh, is that it's essentially um, you write something and you give it up and then you don't get to work on it again for the most part. I mean, some yeah. people do get to go through their own rewrites, but once you hand it to the studio and they've paid for it, they get to do whatever they want to it. And so I'm kind of interested in finding out like if you know if a screenwriter currently working in Hollywood reads this news and they're like, yep, that's just about, you know, that's sort of par for the course. And for some reason, cause we're like Uber nerds about Godzilla, we're just seeing all this stuff and like, you know, yeah. spouting doom and gloom. Yeah. At least that's what I do. <laughs> that's what well, I- and it's important to kind of remember, uh, if we go back into the past, uh, there was a lot of information about the American Godzilla, the one that came out in 98, if you go as far back as like even 93, there was all sorts of news. And I expected to see that movie around like 95 or 96. And then it didn't come out till 98. So, you know, it takes a long time to get these things off the ground and rolling. So, yeah. And, uh, I mean, who, I don't really know anything about film production anyway, like not about the, what happens on set, what happens behind the scenes kind of stuff. So this, None of this news might actually be bad for the film. I think maybe one of the reasons we're even focusing on it. I mean, I know the only reason we're focusing on it is because we're like, we want some news. We want to hear something about the film. We want to know what you guys are doing, and please don't make it as bad as the 98 film. Yeah. Uh, But I think that the only reason we're glomming onto that stuff is because we have the internet, and people are so hungry for news about this and other film productions that like any kind of information at all comes out and it's just like, Oh my God, it's news. It's news. You guys, that's the current paradigm of being a a movie nerd is having all that information thrown at you through social media and everything. Just look at Pacific Rim. We've been getting a trickle of information here and there. And you know, now it's our appetites are, are, you know, really ready for that. So (laughs) they're wetted. Yeah. (laughs) Keep it clean, please. Yeah, I've, I can't wait till Pacific Rim. I mean, really, really love seeing what I'm seeing from that. Although there was another trailer that came out. It was uh, for CES, yeah, yeah, and so I watched it, and I was like, sweet. I don't know why I keep watching the trailers, but I was like, yes, let me let me see something. And there was a, maybe like a handful of new shots, but it was basically the same trailer. You know what? I would, because Warner Brothers and Legendary Pictures are releasing Pacific Rim. Yeah. Correct? This yeah. summer. So I would think one of their goals would also be to have a teaser trailer or something ahead of Pacific Rim for Godzilla the next year. Like sometimes they do that. I want to kind of start like yeah, but I want to say that I rolling? heard somewhere again on the internet. I think that we've got a theme for this episode. Uh, I think I heard somewhere that we should be expecting a trailer sooner than that. Like. Uh, Really? Yeah, I I had heard they hadn't even cast the film yet. So yes, they know. haven't. Which is actually that's a great segue. Good job, Jeff. To our next news item, 
which is it's a you know several news items which are basically a whole bunch of things came out recently that said like so and so has been offered a role turn it down so and so has been offered a role and turn it down uh the names that i saw the joe uh sorry i almost used (laughs) the court and fat boy uh abbreviation for his name jogo lev which is joseph gordon levitt was offered the lead and turned it down which is fine i mean that's cool i don't i i would understand that if you if there isn't a finished script yeah you wouldn't want to take the role yeah yeah especially with the track record uh you know the american godzilla is the first thing you think about when you think about another american godzilla so it could be a daunting thing but yeah i mean godzilla doesn't have a great reputation in the public eye he has a great reputation within the fandom of course everybody in the fandom loves godzilla and people outside of the fandom sometimes think fondly of godzilla but you know a lot of people think eh, pokey rubber suit guy you know mm-hmm. really well, I remember the hype leading up to the 98 Godzilla. There was actually, kind of, I, I, when that trailer would play, the whole audience would be excited for it. And I think everyone wanted to see a classic Godzilla monster movie, and that's not what everyone got. So, Oh, I'm sure. I'm I sure. think, like, you know, the majority of, okay, the public, at least in 98, um, you know, the, the age group that they're trying to appeal to, which is like, you know, fanboys and, and stuff like that. At a certain age, you'd have to assume, and even even more so now, there's probably a lot of people who have never even seen a Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I oh, think you know. I think this is almost like, um, <clears throat> in a sense, it's almost like <laughs> Star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. There are a lot of kids out there these days that haven't seen the original movies. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Jeff. It's okay. Jeff. It's okay. Um, I know that when I was, when Tiger was way younger, this was, um, t- like, he must have been three. I told my dad that he, I hadn't shown him the original Star Wars films. And he actually, jokingly, of course, but he accused me of being a bad father. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was pretty funny. But, uh, but at the same time, it's very, it's kind of telling because the Star Wars uh, mythos and genre was very strong for people our age. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine, uh, it sounds like, uh, you know, I'm breaking up with it, but I can't imagine life without Star Wars. And so, <laughs> you know, yeah. I can't imagine life without Godzilla either, but I, to- you know, I know there's a lot of people that have never seen a Godzilla movie. And I know I've talked to a lot of people, my, within my peers, I'm a lot older than most of the people that I kind of hang out with here in Portland, but, um, uh, with some small exceptions, but there's a lot of people like in the geek community here in Portland, which was a very strong community that are just like, Oh yeah, I've never actually seen a Godzilla movie or they're like, yeah, I've only seen the American Godzilla one. Wow. And I'm like, Oh, so, See, so terrible. I would, I would imagine the American one would almost be forgotten from people's memories at this point, but I don't think so. I mean, I think people, I, I don't, let's see. I don't know many people that actually consider it to be a fun good movie Mm. some people do for sure i'm uh and i've i've gotten some um i've gotten some heat for my hate on that movie it's a little tiny bit not a lot but like uh some people definitely have their their uh their feelings about that film like maybe it's nostalgic for them Mm. i don't know but uh like when final wars came out and they added zilla to the yeah. to the roster those people were like yes 
it's yes, canon. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> legit. Right. Um, but I, I can't, I mean, we watched that movie. Uh, the last time I watched that movie was when I watched it with tiger for the first and only time. And at the time he was like, Oh, I liked it. And I was like, Oh, why are you saying this to me? But, uh, it's just, it actually, I didn't like it when it came out. It gets worse with age, yeah. that film. It's kind of like the Phantom Menace. It gets worse every time you see it. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the American Godzilla, I've only, I've only seen it two times and it's been 10 years since I've seen it. Yeah. I just yeah. kind of thought after the last time, I'm like, you know, and I own so many ridiculous films. I don't even own that one. I don't own it. Yeah. You know, so I don't own it. I have, at one point, I like, I bootlegged it. I recorded it illegally, yes. you guys. What? I mean, I, I own it wasn't Jaws worth the Revenge. Paying, paying yeah. But I don't own Godzilla. <laughs> Before the show started and we were having all the problems with the chat and I was freaking out, they were like, well, it's cool because we're, we're uh, going to sabotage the show and turn it into a Jaws episode anyway. No, I just had to mm. squeeze in one Jaws reference. It's At least fine. one. People like Jaws. I like Jaws. It's not that I don't like Jaws, you guys. Off the microphones, Jeff and I have spoken about Jaws for hours and hours and hours. So, But I digress. Uh, one thing <laughs> about about people not being able to, uh, like people, you were saying younger people maybe haven't seen Godzilla films. Um, going back to when we were talking about Famous Monsters, that was one way I could connect with the series as a kid was through that publication. And then the most important thing for me also was... Uh, cable tv stations like tnt playing monster movies late at night and stuff and i don't i don't even know if that exists anymore i haven't seen it you know tv in years at this point yeah i think the last instances of godzilla on tv that i ever saw and and i know that some cable stations do every once in a while play them like Mm -hmm. uh i want to say amc every once in a while would be like hey we're showing a bunch of monster movies and the last time i believe they showed uh, the original Godzilla, or maybe Godzilla King of the Monsters, and Rodan. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't... I think aside from that, it was basically like the Sci-Fi Channel used to play stuff. And I remember yeah. at some point, they were playing Godzilla versus Megalon. Uh, they were playing Godzilla versus Megalon, and it was the dubbed version. Everything they have is the dubbed version, obviously. But I was like, man, I, I don't have this on DVD. I wish I could get like a good copy of this and have a decent version because you know it's broadcast on digital cable stuff it's got to be a digital format blah 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 so i figured it should be really easy to get a copy of that but it was a lot harder than i thought (laughs) and i didn't i still i still don't have the media blasters version of of godzilla versus megalon i just have i have a terrible bootleg (laughs) of the film I picked up a bootleg a handful of years ago of the American and Japanese cut on two different discs, and I also tossed in the Mystery Science Theater episode into that case, so I have all that in there. Nice. So, so do you guys? Uh, do you, you think it's? I think it's time we should give, give some stuff away now. Yeah. Let's yeah. So I'm gonna. Uh, you guys talk for a little bit. I'm gonna grab the bag for the prize pack one. Excellent. He'd be so mad if we started talking about Jaws right now, wouldn't he? He would. <laughs> you know, um, in regards to, like, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier about famous monsters. And in a way, this goes back to, uh, you know, how many people have seen a Godzilla film. Um, it's like there's so many more options now for people. Like, yeah. I know when, like, when I was a kid, you turn on Saturday afternoon, you know, movies in the daytime. 
odds are there was going to be some old monster movie and probably a Godzilla film. And that's how oh, I yeah. saw Godzilla films when I was a kid. And there wasn't a whole lot of things I could change the channel to. Right. <laughs> but now kids have video games, the internet, you know, 800 cable channels, oh, yeah. DVD, Blu-ray, all yeah. sorts of stuff. So. TNT used to do, uh, like, uh, marathons around New Year's Eve of, like, monster movies, random Toho movies, Ultraman episodes. And I would just throw in a tape, put it on EP six-hour mode, if anyone remembers what that is. And yeah, I've been uh, I would yeah. record the whole like broadcast chunk of six hours so but yeah it's it's disappointing to think that maybe kids don't have that kind of thing today but the last the 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 more recent crop of monster movies i can't really complain about uh like the host and i even liked cloverfield i know that i'm in the minority on that no one, no no i i like cloverfield yeah i just the only thing the only issue i have with cloverfield is it's uh, it's less of a monster movie and more of a disaster film where there's right. it's shot with that whole like found footage. Mm. I've got the camera style. And uh, as much as I love TJ Miller in other films, um, going back and watching Cloverfield now, I'm like, ah, oh, man, I really wish he wasn't so annoying while he's like narrating this whole film. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, some of it's funny. I love but him in Cloverfield though. <laughs> <laughs> Cloverfield is a great film. I saw it in the, in the theater like before, before it started or something like that mm-hmm. like just before i got a, a press pass or not a press pass i'm so used to being a podcaster now i got an early screening ticket nice. with a friend of mine and uh we we watched it and i was like that was i was very pleased with it a lot yeah. of cool destruction the only thing and this goes for gareth edwards monsters as well i just wish i could see more of the monster yeah. And, and that's that's my beef with Cloverfield. I would agree with Monsters. Uh, I, I think you and I talked about that off mics at some point. But uh, um, I think that was a decent movie. Uh, I, I, I think that it's an interesting choice to have that guy direct a Godzilla movie for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's going from a low budget, you know, basically kind of a... Uh, I mean, that, that movie, is, is it's like a drama that just happens to have monsters yeah, in it they're like a side yeah they're yeah. a b plot which to, to doing a godzilla film where your main focus that, is yeah. giant monsters and lots of destruction and yes hopefully lots of discussion. special effects and stuff but have um, you seen the footage of the host too by any chance the yes trailer? yes oh, i have it's very cool yeah the host is another film that i really like i actually can't wait till we review that one yeah, on that, the show that's gonna be a lot it's of fun. coming up soon isn't it is it this year 2013 you know what everything is coming up soon it's like for some reason uh the next two years seem like they're gonna be like every movie i've always wanted to see you know yeah. in the in the in the rotation there's some you know there's some gems in there there's some there's some not gems as well <laughs> some some things you're not gonna like anyway Let's uh let's talk about what's in prize pack number one. You guys did a great job of stalling for me, by the way, because I actually came back and wanted to be part of the conversation. <clears throat> so first off, uh, the sponsors. Thank you guys so much. Thanks to Things from Another World. Thanks to Toy Freaks. Thanks to Matt Frank, and thanks to uh, Scott Martin of Hilltown Kaiju, and um and thanks to us too. Well, specifically me. I'm actually uh, giving away some stuff personally. That's right. I'm thanking myself. He's giving away his own personal collection. I'm giving away some stuff, actually. Uh, but in this prize pack, prize pack number one, we have the amazing Avengers versus Godzilla print from Matt Frank. Awesome. Which is rad. Like, super, <laughs> super cool. And uh, we also have a pink Hedra from 
uh, YMSF, which is provided by Toy Freaks. Nice. Uh, and basically, check the show notes and uh, the live page for which is kaijucast.com slash live for links to all of these um, amazing stores and stuff. Thanks for another world. And this particular prize pack has provided two little mini figures, but you can hear the plastic rustling. Oh yeah. This is actually very apt because it's, uh, it's Geigen and it's the original Geigen from the seventies, 1972, excuse me. And um, I've got people messaging me. My phone's going off like crazy. And then um, <clears throat> also Zilla is in here too. So we've got little mini figures of those guys. And then uh, stuff that I'm giving away in this particular prize pack is uh, a Bandai Atragon completed model kit. Nice. That's beautiful. It's flying away. And uh, also uh, just a like a fistful of stuff here from the Godzilla X Megaguirus theater exclusive stuff. So there's like a G Grasper ID card thing, uh, a bunch of folders and some some like postcard looking things nice. for for the film uh a sticker pack always good especially if you have kids and this uh really awesome notebook which you can <laughs> barely see it's got this crazy like uh old english t- type that says godzilla megagiris and uh it's uh it's just a notebook oh cool. so you it's and it's not you know <clears throat> it's not dated except for the fact that it's Godzilla X Megaguirus. Anyway, that is the first prize pack we're giving away. Who wants to do the first trivia question, you guys? Jeff, would you like to do that? <laughs> I'm sure. Because I can't sure. find my iPad. <laughs> I have an old-fashioned notebook. Your iPad is with your, your wife. You okay. okay. This question. In the English version of King Kong vs. Godzilla, during the octopus scene, there was background music from a classic universal monster film of the 1950s okay so we're gonna have jeff repeat that question in just a second but make sure you send an email to controller at kaijucast.com the subject of that email should be trivia question number one no this is this is different though this is our own prize packs so trivia question number one and the question again is okay we're looking for the name of the film but in the uh english version of king kong vs godzilla during the octopus scene, there was background music from a classic Universal monster film. What is that film? So while uh, I don't know, should we try and do this live? I mean, I can check my email right yeah, here, sure, yeah. and and we all know the answer to this question here at the Kaiju Cast. Yeah, can I steal? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how the game works. Uh, I don't understand this game. I'm really glad. Oh my God! Here they come. Here come the email answers. We. Let's see. Yes. Uh, so I don't even have time to stall. This That's good. This year, we have a lot less of a delay between us talking and it reaching the listeners' ears. So this actually makes me feel a lot better about the whole uh, chat room thing that was bugging me before. So uh, the first correct answer came from... Da-da-da. First correct answer came from Scott Martin. Scott Martin, Congratulations. You have won prize pack number one. Yay. <laughs> now, uh, we will be giving away three more prize packs. And in these three prize packs are some amazing things. Are so gonna, make sure you well, stay tuned. Since he won, the, yeah, let the listeners the know what the answer No, no, no. Yeah, it's fine. What is the answer, Brian? It is Creature from the Black Lagoon. That is correct. 
Uh, so, uh, Brian, you win a high five again. So that's two, <laughs> two high fives at the face, end of the Jeff. show. In your face, I got two, two high of them. fives. Two high fives. So, uh, yeah. So, wow, it's almost three o'clock. We've already been doing this show for almost an hour, you guys. Wow, time this flies. Is, time flies. Um, it might actually be a good time to take a break for us. How do you guys feel about taking a break? Sure. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to uh, see... Oh, man. These people aren't able to get the live stream working. I'm... First off, to the people who can here, this is just lame, and I'm really sorry that this is happening. So next year, when we do this for our listener party again... Which, by the way, you guys know this is the fourth anniversary of the Kaiju Cast. Yes, I, I did know that, yeah. I yes. can't believe I've been doing this show for four years. How does that feel? I feel like I have nothing to show for it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's really awesome. <laughs> I love doing this show, and it's uh, it's amazing. Like Stuff like, you know, when I, when I come up with something like uh, the live show idea and like giving away things and, you know, damn the chat room and, and what have you, but... Um, the when I go to get prizes from people and I end up having hundreds of dollars worth of merchandise like in bags, I'm really quite touched and, and, and uh, tempted to just take it all. No, <laughs> give it away. Really, but I mean the stuff that we have for this is really, really quite great. And mm-hmm. uh, aside from that, I'm also really, really happy that uh, that I have so many listeners and that the listeners are involved with the show. It's not. We get people, of course, that are like, they listen to a few episodes and they leave and then they come back another time. That There's not a ton of people that are always involved, but there's a small core group of people, you could say, that, you know, fluctuates like a, like a pulsating orb that's, you know, of how many people there are. That's a terrible reference. I'm just going to move on. <laughs> I like that. It was very distressing. Okay, so uh, there's, you know, there's a... It was like Dogura, kind of. Yeah, yeah. To bring it back in. Nice job. Nice job. Uh, so we've we've got a small group of people that are always submitting their homework. Uh, they're always talking with us. They're always, you know, asking questions and requesting music and so forth and so on. And, you know, I just really appreciate that. I think that's super awesome. Yeah, they are, they are our pulsating orbs. We <laughs> just... We appreciate the hell out of You guys are the best pulsating orbs I could ask for. You know what I mean? I mean, that's really... <laughs> That's really what I'm talking about here. We have the here. best pulsating orbs than anybody. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge you to find a better pulsating orb okay. group. I think it's than, time to take a break. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to... Uh, wh- here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. I'm going to go get uh, a refill on my cerveza. Uh, the, you guys are welcome to get some as well. I didn't mean to ban so, you from finally, the kegerator for so long. Finally, he offers us. I know. <laughs> Sorry, geez. Uh, but we're actually going to play something from Zone Fighter, and then we're going to hear some audio from uh, that I recorded with David Oaks from Toy Freaks. Uh, so we will be back in probably about uh, four. Let's see, probably about ten minutes. Uh, in in that in the meantime, enjoy Zone Fighter. Sai te ton de kuru, sugo i a i tsu. 
Standing in the middle of uh, Toy Freaks, the the physical location of the internet store, and I'm sitting here talking with David. David, how's it going? Hey, Kyle, how you doing? Thanks for coming down. Oh, my pleasure. You have a gorgeous store here, and hey, um, it's really it's really a pleasure to see something happen uh, where a shop comes in and actually sets up a physical location where you can go and look at monster toys. It seems to be rarer and rarer these days, and it's it's always good to good to. Uh, find something like this and i'm glad you came out here to to oregon thanks thanks we love the area i moved the family up here a couple of years ago we had a store down in southern california that was very similar Uh, the whole idea here is to give people a place to shop and um, obviously the internet being what it is that's our main push for the business but um, we enjoy looking at the toys and uh, even people who aren't fans like to come through the store because they're always finding something that they've never seen before so it's part art gallery, part toy shop, with um, a whole lot of cool things mixed in, books and T-shirts, and basically it's a place to browse. Oh, yeah. Well, you can definitely browse here. I mean, it, David has not only the, the toys on the shelves, but he's got uh, a lot of the Monster Arts figures on display, and uh, the Revoltech figures from Kyoto are here as well. And not to mention, he's got this gigantic... Uh, one of the most expensive Godzilla model kits I've ever seen in my life. The big guy, the 1989, uh, what is it? It's like it's the, uh, it's three foot Coyotes. tall, yeah, four foot tall? A little over three feet tall, just about six feet long, and I can tell you it took almost a year off my life. <laughs> funny story, it was my uh, a couple of days just before I opened the store, and I really wanted to have him on display. And uh, I had him downstairs, and I just was getting ready to uh, paint him, and I set him up on a table, and I was getting the airbrush ready, and I turn around just in time to see him take a nose dive off the table, and right in half. So I had quite a bit of fiberglassing to do, and quite a bit of work. But he turned out pretty cool. Oh, he's gorgeous. Definitely a nice centerpiece to have in the store. So, uh, what made you decide to actually open that the physical location? Because your most most of your business is, as you said, on online. It's online. You know, there's two things really going on. I love talking to people and, and I love the hobby so anytime I have an opportunity to interact with fans and, and you know I don't uh, it's it's nice to be able to, to I guess have a place for people to meet and talk about the hobby and whatnot. and the second reason being I wanted a physical location to house my inventory and have a kind of a home base to ship from for the retail site and um, you know, it really doesn't cost that much more to have a storefront versus having an office, at least out here in Oregon. So I thought, you know, what the heck, if I'm going to have to have a space anyway to ship from, then I might as well have a place people can walk into and play with the toys. So here it is. And if it keeps going and, and things are doing fairly well, I'm actually uh, thinking about moving the location up to Portland possibly next year. So 
Well, I know I would support that decision. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to reach a wider audience, and if I can, uh, you know, maybe get a, a nicer space up there and, and uh, bring some people in, then I might look at doing that. Very cool. Very cool. Now, so you're... Uh, we talked a little bit about some of the, you know, you've got the Monster Arts figures here, you've got some of the Revoltech figures here, you got a ton of artwork on the walls, and you're also selling the um, the Impact merchandising shirts, mm-hmm. like the Godzilla stuff, but something you you have here that we haven't talked about yet is you have a lot of the y- YMSF. Yeah, yeah, those come out of Japan. A really nice guy uh, named Fumi. He's the owner of the company out there. He's a huge Godzilla fan, obviously, and um, he is um, just a heck of a nice guy to work with. And we started uh, buying figures from him about two years ago, mm-hmm. and that eventually led into us doing our own series of figures, which we call the Artist EX series. Uh, the first one was done by Matt Frank, of course, which is a Gabra figure, which. Uh, We've got a couple to give away here for the show. It's an absolutely awesome figure. Matt came up with his own color scheme and almost a, a storyline behind it, if you will. And so he did the artwork for the header card, and then Fumi did the paint to match. Um, our second one is coming out this month, which will be shipping probably at the end of January. It's a Hedora set done by Bob Eagleton. So we've got his artwork on the uh, header card along with his uh, designs for the uh, color scheme of the actual figure. Um, other than that, they do make a lot of, I guess, um, less common figures in mm-hmm. the line that you know Bandai and some other companies typically don't address. You've seen like, uh, oh gosh, from his original Minya to um, yeah, they've done gosh, the destroy all monsters, Manda, yeah, and Spiga, Iran. and some of these other harder to find characters. Very cool stuff. He actually is doing a Gorosaurus next. Ooh, and nice. And he's got coming along with that. I think it's going to be a set with uh, Gorosaurus and another Minya, which is kind of a redesign. So that'll be pretty cool, and that'll probably be shipping mid-year, I would say. Something like that. Very cool. Now, you were showing me the the test prototypes for, for the the Hedra set, from mm-hmm. uh, which is going to have Bob Eggleton's uh, color scheme on there. Mm-hmm. So. It's it's hard to describe. It's, I'm thinking it's hard to describe over over an audio podcast, but uh, it's essentially going to be a few different pieces that each come with bonus pieces. So if you get all the set, you can you can build up the yep. the end result, which is Hedra and Godzilla together. Correct. Fumi likes to make actual toys. I mean, they look real cool. You can set them on the shelf. They have a lot of detail, but he likes to make actual toys. And what you have here is. Uh, a Hedora figure that has some flippers or arms, mm-hmm. and then there's uh, basically what looks kind of like a limp Godzilla, and uh, you get half of the Godzilla in each set, and then you can assemble it and make the full Godzilla. And the uh, idea is to replicate the scene from the movie where Hedora takes off flying and he's kind of uh, carrying this limp Godzilla along with him, so... The should UF, be a pretty neat set. Yeah, the UFO version of the exactly of the Hedra. Yeah, yeah. Very cool looking stuff, and I I really applaud you for not only setting up shop in uh, in Oregon. So kudos to you for that. Like yeah, it's some place I can actually go to, um, but also for uh, branching out and trying new things and doing your store exclusive things. I mean Matt Matt Frank, who uh, you know we all know and love, is is an amazing artist, and like I'm sitting here staring at the Gabra piece on the wall, and it is gorgeous. Yeah. Like, that Phenomenal. should be, 
Yeah, that looks amazing. The colors on it are, are absolutely super Lightning striking. is just like sprouting from his fingertips. It's he calls it really the uh, powered up Gabra. Powered up, very cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what's uh, what's next for you as far as like big announcements and you know, what's um, well next? You know, I've been helping uh, helping out with a Voltron, a vehicle Voltron project for the last couple of years, and that's finally about to ship in the uh, coming weeks. I think once that's done, I'll be uh, focusing more on the on the uh, store. With uh, we're going to continue with YMSF. Um, I'm looking at maybe a couple of different vinyl lines uh, from Japan. Uh, we've talked to the guys over at Hazawagumi and. Um, I know the president over at Marmot pretty well, and we've been trying to get some of those products here and get them affordable as well. But uh, typical, uh, it's 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 a lengthy process, and I've got a lot on my plate. But at some point, I want to get some more vinyl in the store because uh, really, there's not a place to see these things or get your hands on them. And, oh yeah, for sure. You know, you can get them off the internet, but they're very expensive, and it's almost like uh, become an elitist hobby of sorts because mm-hmm. they are so difficult to track down and whatnot. But so I'd like to get more vinyl in the store for sure. And as always, I'll continue to carry anything Godzilla that comes out because we love the monsters, and that's uh, that is very apparent. Being yeah, in the store. very, very apparent. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, cool. Thank you so much, and thanks for donating things to the live show. My uh, pleasure. I'm I'm sure everyone is going to uh, be scrambling and answering the trivia questions to try and get their <laughs> hands on this stuff. Uh, and cool. I, I'm sure this is not the last time you'll see me at your shop, sir. All right, Kyle. Thanks right. a lot. I appreciate right it. Thank you.僕たちの足さあ、この腕に学校地球僕たちの星宇宙僕たちの世界未来僕たちの明日みんな僕たちのもの All right. Well, welcome back to the show and uh, all the all the goodness installed within. Uh, and we're actually going to go ahead and uh, kick things off with one more trivia question. Not one more, but the next trivia question. <laughs> yep, just one more. No, no prizes <laughs> after that, you guys. Just have to save those for myself. Uh, and uh, we're actually turning to Brian Cook. Before you actually ask the question, uh, I do have the bag here. And let's see what's inside. What kind of goodies are in? prize pack number two well first off we have this matt frank poster that he did for godzilla versus megalon this is something he did recently obviously this is not uh this is not a theatrical poster but it's really cool it's got godzilla kind of like the it's almost like a mix between the heisei and the showa 
the end of the Showa era, Godzilla has got Jet Jaguar flying in the background and Megalon in the very background and the little gem, the little blue diamond yeah. gem. <laughs> nice. I think that's a power up. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. What else do we have here? We have, uh, oh, let's do that later. Oh, it's a Godzilla King of the Monsters trade paperback provided Ooh. by Things from Another World. Uh, and by the way, Things from Another World uh, is an amazing sponsor of many geeky things here in Portland. They also uh, do a lot of really great events in town. And um, uh, aside from providing us some really great prizes, uh, they have an event with Kelly Sue DeConnick. Uh, who works on Captain Marvel and Pete Woods, who does sup- uh, the new Superman? Sorry, Superman, the new Krypton. Uh, they did an Avengers Assemble issue number twelve, and they're having a big signing at uh, on the thirteenth of February at the Portland Things from Another World from seven to ten p.m. You've heard me talk about it before on the show. There's always free food, and if you're twenty one and over, you get free beer. It's awesome, sweet. So make sure you check that out. Uh, and what else is in here? There's some more Godzilla versus Megaguirus stuff, or ex-Megaguirus stuff. Uh, I believe this is a, yes, it's a set of pencils. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and a pencil case. And uh, another little, I think this is a folder. It is. It's a tiny little folder. <laughs> so if you're in school, or if you have kids in school, right. send them to school with this. <laughs> yep. They'll impress all their friends. Oh, yeah. And, of course, uh, what would a prize pack here at the Live Listener Show be without another pink Hydra from uh, YMSF from Toy Freaks? And, oh, this one's from me. This is a a Final Wars Godzilla little minifigure. I don't know what the name of this set was, but basically he's about three and a half inches tall. He's leaning forward. It's a really dynamic pose, something you pretty much wouldn't be able to get in the actual Godzilla suit. It's pretty cool looking. And if that's not all, or enough, if that's not enough, uh, we also have a little mini Angulus figure and a little mini Burning Godzilla figure from uh, that same set that the Gigan and the Zilla figure came from. Those are both from Tifa. And this is this is interesting. <laughs> this is part of my collection. Uh, this is an extra large Kaiju Cast T-shirt. It's white, and I don't wear white T-shirts, so it's a white T-shirt that is a one-of-a-kind, one-of-a-kind item. Wow, so collector's item. Now, if you're if you're gonna win this this trivia question and you don't wear an extra large, there's there's no other sizes. It's <laughs> only extra large. <laughs> oh, and then there's also a button uh, from Impact Merchandising. It's a Godzilla button, also provided by Toy Freaks. So, all of this stuff could be yours if you answer this trivia question correctly via email. And uh, we mentioned this during the break to each other, and uh, I don't think I, s- I said this out loud, but basically, there's only one winner per per show here. You get right. one winner for each question. Uh, Scott Martin won the question before. Scott is ineligible for the other prizes, uh, the other prize packs, as it was. So, this is prize pack number two. And the question is... All right. Uh, what was the name of the unused villain kaiju for the first Heisei Mothra film? This monster was also the final boss of the Super Nintendo game Super Godzilla. Now, if you know the answer to that question, make sure you send an email to controller at kaijucast.com with the subject line being 
trivia. What did I do that last time? Trivia question <laughs> number two. Uh, and once again, the question was: uh, What was the dude, name of the? Right I got it. What's the name of the villain kaiju from the first Heisei Mothra film? The unused villain kaiju. He was the last boss. Last boss in the Super Nintendo game, Super Godzilla. He was never used, but he was going to be used in Godzilla vs. Mothra. So. Oh, yeah. We've got an answer. We've Already? got a winner. Wow. Andrew Campbell, you have one prize pack number oh. two with the correct answer of... I thought I'd stump him. Bagan or Bagan? Bagan. Or, I've always said Bagan. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think when I, I just... It's one of those phonetic things for me. I just look at it and I go, that's the word Bagan. Like he looks bacon cool. and eggs. He looks I don't know. Really cool. <laughs> he, he does look cool, uh, and for some reason he's a fan favorite. He's I'm I don't want any hate mail, but I'm not I'm not a big fan of of Bagan. I would uh, I'd love to see Bagan used in something. Interesting. Well, I'm glad glad uh, we got a, a winner so quickly there, um, <laughs> and we are going to have two more trivia questions, and uh, but we're going to have to wait on those. Um, now, one of the things we did not actually really talk about, we touched on it briefly uh, when we talked about our Godzilla news stuff, um, but uh, we talked about the actors. I just basically said Joseph Gordon-Levitt was was tapped, and he tapped the no button on that, So, uh, which I agree. I totally agree that you know, no one should accept a role for a movie that doesn't have a finished script. I mean, it would have to be like, Oh my God! I love Godzilla so much. I don't care what you guys write. Yes, put me in. I think yeah. maybe that maybe that's what they're counting on. But um, so far, they've tapped three different actors for this movie, at least three. And if you guys have one that I've forgotten, let me know. But uh, there's Joseph Gordon-Levitt who turned it down. Henry Cavill, the new Superman. Yeah, the new Superman. I've never seen Henry Cavill in anything, but uh, I'm kind of looking forward to the new Superman movie. Yeah, hopefully it's good. And uh, the other actor whose name, oh my God, I have to look it up. I have to use the internet while I'm on the show to look it up. Uh, the other actor that uh, has been tapped for it is, um, I think it's Andrew Johnson, which it sounds like a very, uh, am I right there? You guys need to talk for me. So, <laughs> uh, No, I'm wrong. You know how they could so. get somebody, if they wanted somebody like Gordon Joseph Levitt, um, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Jo- what, whatever. Jogo-Lev. Want- it's Jogo-Lev. Just say Jogo-Lev. Jogo-Lev. If they wanted to secure him with no script, they have to lure him with the big bucks, right? You yeah, know, yeah. Promise him like $20 million and 5% of the profits, and he'd probably sign on without having seen the script. Oh, what did I say? What was the name I said? Was Andrew it- jo- Johnson. Andrew Johnson. I was, so- I was really close. It's Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh- uh, I don't know who that is. Yeah, well, he's not been in a lot of things, but he's the actor who was the who played the lead in Kick Ass. Okay. Oh, okay. And so he basically did the same thing. He turned it down because there isn't a finished script written. Hmm. So this begs the question: While we all, I would imagine, we all agree that somebody would have to be a major Godzilla fan to just sign up for the film sight unseen without a finished script, but it begs the question why would we care that much who's in the movie? Like, I would actually rather well, see no names in the film as long as they're good. 
I'm sure they. Pro- I'm sure the studio probably wants somebody they can try mm-hmm. to sell, right? Legendary Pictures. Those guys don't care about money. <laughs> They're just in it to make good films. Yeah, that's right. No, um, I think everybody I, wants money. I, well, I think they want somebody they can, and yeah, at least somewhat of a name that they can put out there. You know what they should go after? Steve Martin. Yes, the comedian. The because that, that would be after. a great homage to the original yeah. film. <laughs> He yes. could play a character named Raymond Burr. He could. He very. <laughs> that would be hilarious, actually. Uh, uh, there's an, uh, so there's there's one more thing that we didn't talk about, which I'm assuming you guys know about, and that's the other news that uh, that there was a Warner Brothers. I want to say it was like an advertiser's junket, essentially. I think it was on, only online. You following me? No. Okay. Nope. Well, good news. Breaking news, everyone. I should have done my Professor Farnsworth impersonation for that. Uh, But basically, uh, they told their advertisers that not only was Godzilla going to have another monster to fight, there were going to be two other monsters in this movie, uh, which is pretty awesome. I don't know. Do you guys care if they're all original monsters, or do you want them to try and get the license for another Toho Toho monster? I'm split on that. Um, you the, go first. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that ahead. was impolite. Um, uh, I'm, I'm kind of split on that. I'd love to see uh, a, a classic Toho monster come back. But um, if you remember, one of the original versions of the American Godzilla was supposed to have a monster called the Griffin. And it was described in a very cool way. And we never got to see that. So I would like to see something original. But at the same time, maybe see, you know, a classic one brought back. So... I'm split. I'm mixed. I, I think so. I'm kind of... I would like to see maybe an original monster or two and then save the uh, rebooting of the old... Mo- you know, if they're going to bring back a classic kaiju monster, maybe for the sequel or something like that. But just what, let Godzilla shine in, the, in this movie. What I, if they brought Mothra back? <laughs> well, that that changes the whole thing up, okay? No. Game I, changer. That's a game changer, you guys. I, I'm really hoping we get the announcement pretty soon that they're just scrapping Godzilla and just making Mothra the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Mothra the movie. Mothra, Mothra 2, the U.S. version. With, with no human actors at all. The revenge. It, what about the Shobijin, the twins? You gotta have the twins in there. Yeah, the twins, yeah. And then I hope they do it like a a sitcom later on Mothra and his and her family you know that'd be good no dude <laughs> no I, no I disagree I think that sounds really good <laughs> that'd be fantastic a reality show you know oh, yeah. airing on the E no. network yeah right after the Kardashians it'd be fantastic so have you guys this is totally off topic and uh, we really need to actually move on uh, uh, there's this thing called king of the nerds coming out on cbs it's a reality game show it looks I've, I've really the, annoying i've seen the trailer for it or the little this is this is where i try and flex my in uh, my influence muscles don't watch that show <laughs> don't watch a show that pits nerds against each other for some ridiculously bs title of you know, king of the nerds there was a show i swear on at least 10 years ago that was very similar to that. It was like a game show type of thing. It's very possible. Beat I the just, Geeks? Is that what you're maybe that's what it was. Comedy Central? Know. This is why I don't maybe watch that's TV. What it was, but it's it was just, just like, like so ridiculous. With so much good TV out there, it's amazing how much absolute garbage they have on, on the television mm. these days. 
Well, nerds are hip now, right? So they're going to try to capitalize. And Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot, everybody who listens to the show. Way to make nerding out a popular well, don't, thing. Don't blame them. No, oh, I don't really. No. I'm just I, kidding. I, I blame the Big Bang Theory. That's where I'm going to blame. You know, I actually used to, I used to watch the Big Bang Theory like not religiously is not the right word, but I used to watch it every episode. I've seen all of the first five seasons, I think. And, um, when, uh, lady Kyle and I got together, she was like, that show's stupid. And I was like, but I, I like it. I know it's stupid, but it's not terrible. And like, I stopped watching it and I just haven't gone back. I'm like, Oh, I don't need to continue to acquire that show. <laughs> it's just not, a, yeah. it's not something I'm into, but yeah, that's a good Big Bang Theory is probably a pretty good uh, scapegoat there. Damn yeah. you, Sheldon Cooper. <laughs> okay, hey, let's uh, let's actually, what's that? I have ten people in chat. Oh, that's awesome. I'm not in that chat room. So apparently, uh, Rachel has a has set up a chat room to try and save the show. Uh, although while the chat is awesome, uh, we are not doing. We're definitely not doing the. Uh, the questions through chat and uh my name and alias is KaijuCast, of course and if i have to choose a color i'm choosing black because you know what they say no more free spots only 10 free spots thanks rachel oh okay so (laughs) well at least you can chat with someone that's in the room exactly exactly and on mic Thanks, yeah. guys. Anyway, uh, let's actually do another uh, another trivia question before before uh, before we move on because we've got another we do have another interview lined up. Okay. We got about a little less than ten minutes for that. Uh, our next, uh, Brian, you want to grab me yep. bag number three? Our next question is brought to you by Jeff Dean yes, and dinner and a movie with Jeff and Drusilla. Yes, yeah. Did you see the new episode? Promote yourself, my friend. <laughs> Dinner and a Movie with Jeff and Drusilla. You can catch it on the YouTube channel entitled The Mary Tyler Morbid Channel. Check it out. Me and my wonderful co-host review B-movies, and we suggest a wonderful and nutritious meal for you as well. A drinkable one, as always. A drinkable <laughs> one. It's, it's, a great, it's a great little show. The Jeff Dean that appears on that show is not the same Jeff Dean that appears on this show if you know what I mean. You don't want that Jeff Dean <laughs> appearing on this show, right? No. This is a family-friendly <laughs> podcast, family so friendly let's not uh, not go yes. there. Yes. Um, so actually, before we get, get going with the actual trivia question, I'm going to reach in the bag here. Prize pack number three includes the Ultra Brothers versus Ghidra, King Ghidra print from Mr. Matt Frank. Nice. Like it's my very own awesome. mouth-generated fanfare. Uh, it includes a Matt Frank designed paint scheme i'm not exactly sure what to call this but it's basically it's a ymsf gabara figure that was color schemed by matt frank it's i i wrote the actual name of it on the uh in the internet but uh in the internet it's it's gorgeous gorgeous gabara figure i actually was i don't have gabara i have no gabara representation in this room at all it's ridiculous uh yeah i know i had to actually yell that off mic so Oh, hey, it's KaijuCast t-shirt number two. This is the standard KaijuCast logo on a white t-shirt. Once again, extra large. So, this is the only one there. <laughs> and it is, it is white. Again. It, it is also white again. A special edition. Yeah. Uh, 
and then let's see what's this guy here oh this is the godzilla 2000 book that i have it's sort of like a really cool little japanese full full japanese uh color color book of godzilla 2000 when it came out it's got some really cool behind the scenes shots in it uh got some really cool shots of the actual costumes and uh some japanese stuff in there kind of goes into a little bit of the history of godzilla and uh has some what i consider to be one of the coolest things about behind the scenes things uh actual designs for the creatures that don't get used in the film yeah i love those those japanese books those are just fantastic oh yeah they're very cool Ooh, you know what else is in here that's also from the collection of De La Kyle is this uh, this Godzilla vs. Biollante poster that I used to have up on the wall. This is, um, it's the exact same art that was used in the artwork uh, for the for the poster. Ta-da! These guys are, I'm showing it to them. But there are no titles on it, so it's just the artwork. Oh. It was originally available in New Type magazine. And uh, oh, There's a boat there. Yeah, there's a little, there's a little boat. boat. Without the words, you can see a little boat. It's cool. <laughs> I am not going to say what's on my mind right now. And then, last but not least, grab these dudes here. Oh, of course, there's a pink Hedra figure. Nice. Sweet. So anyone who who's dying to get a pink Hedra figure, basically be ready, have fingers at the ready for your uh, for your email programs. There. Who wouldn't want one of those? I don't really? know. And uh, as the uh, which oh sorry I did not say this the pink Hedra figure is again from Toy Freaks thank you to David for that and uh, you have a burning Godzilla figure and a Godzilla Junior figure paired together quite nicely mm-hmm. and uh, those are from the things from another world pack that they gave us uh, and so well, I think you missed one of the things that- did I. The thing, uh, yeah, between the oh, there is. There's another from Things from Another World. There's another Godzilla Kingdom of Monsters trade paperback. And you know what's really cool about this? The best part about this this book. I know. I know. Brian knows <laughs> <laughs> the quotes on the back, yeah. really, and just re- the the one on the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> this is really cool. <laughs> My first time the Kaiju Cast has been in print. Uh, that's not true, actually. I think issue three of this series, they they thanked me. Oh yeah, they thanked me in the back of the uh, the back of the book. Anyway, so Jeff has our trivia question. All right, get ready, people. Here it comes. What year did the original Hanna Barbera Godzilla cartoon show premiere? And once again, if you know the answer to that question, make your emails out to controller at kaijucast dot com. That's uh, not a not a funny name. I just messed it up. Kaijucast dot com, and the. Uh, the email subject should be trivia question number three. Yes, that question again is, what year did the original Hanna-Barbera Godzilla cartoon show premiere? Oh, I think we might have a winner. I love watching the emails just go <laughs> like falling into my inbox here. Oh, that is incorrect, Tito. Let's see. Allison's the next one. What's the answer, Jeff? 1978. Mm, so far. Well, mm. you just gave it away on the... No, it's okay. Oh. It's okay. You sure it's 78? Jeez. <laughs> uh, if 1978 is the correct answer, Jeff, let's make sure we look that up. Can we get our intern, Rachel, to make sure we got the right date here? <laughs> Uh, that's what I thought, man. You September, you asked me, and I, that's what I September said. September 1978, September 9th or September I think that's right, too. Yeah. I think it's right. 
What's that? Uh, the, the question Hanna is, Godzilla. what year did that premiere or start yeah. showing? I used to watch that show. Like, that's actually, that's my introduction to Godzilla. And when we were at the Toy Freaks store, um, when we were at Toy Freaks, David was playing an episode of that. At a, I haven't seen, I know at one point, Tiger was asking about it, I think, yeah. on because it's on Netflix. And I was like, don't, you shouldn't. It's not good. <laughs> like, don't watch it. And, and sure enough. I was watching an episode of it, and it's just like, if if that show came out today, people Godzilla fans would freak out, yeah, because they'd be like, it's it's just like the American Godzilla movie, like it's not Godzilla. Well, and if 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 anyone listening is unaware, Godzilla has a son named Godzuki that flies in that cartoon. I thought it was his nephew. Oh, well, I don't know. Doesn't matter. It's either a, it's, way. Essentially, it's Godzilla's Scrappy Doo. It's yeah, what it is. It's it's got a great theme song though. I'm pretty sure it even is the same voice actor that did uh, Scooby, and uh, not Scrappy. I think it's the same voice actor that did Scooby that did oh, really? that did uh, good. that did Godzuki. Wow. It's really terrible. You know what they really needed to have on that cartoon show was Godzilla's roar. Yeah, that's another weird thing. There's no Godzilla roar. It just goes. Yeah. It's pretty terrible. Pretty terrible. How are we doing over there? Uh, I don't know what you want me to go off of because on Wikipedia. Oh, Wikipedia. Uh-oh. Hmm. Uh-oh. Interesting. We might have to. What does it say on IMDb? That's a good question. IMDb. We so basically what we're seeing here is there's a dispute over the answer so the answer is the 1970s i'm just kidding <laughs> uh the answer is 1970 <laughs> 1970 <laughs> well it looks like we're having some audio difficulties here um yeah that's weird i thought this was a pretty pretty straightforward question but uh i don't want to do have all the, dead air do all the listeners have the same answer no they don't that's the weird thing you'd think that people listening to my show would be all about it and they know exactly what's going on but no there are lots of different answers and i don't understand why why there's so many i would have really thought the begone question i asked was going to be a stumper so i'm surprised by this maybe maybe people are just really into the japanese stuff and not the cartoon it ran for two seasons and it premiered two seasons yeah i didn't know that Godzilla Power Hour. Yeah, I didn't know that. I have comic books that have the Godzilla Power Hour uh, advertisement in them. Interesting. Okay, so on IMDb, it says 1978. Yeah. So we're going with IMDb. Sorry, everybody. That was. Did anybody, uh, did anybody get the answer right? Yeah. In fact, okay. I'll tell you who got the answer right. It was. Let's get a drum roll. So while I find the person. <laughs> oh. Uh, Aman Khan, which I believe is Jonathan West Westmoreland. I believe that is he doesn't have his actual name in there. So okay. Anyway, congrats, Jonathan. You were the first person to get that question correct. And then, of course, there's a whole bunch of people who got it correct right after that. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's because I said it on the yeah. air right after. We're like, what? no, no, no. This came this came in before you actually said it. Oh, pretty sure. I mean. Okay, so now I guess we're just not doing that anymore. Trivia's done, you guys. <laughs> but there's another bag. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's another bag. Uh, 
yeah, so I'm uh, I'm gonna write Jonathan's name here and hope that that is correct. And so we're gonna actually go ahead and uh, and move on to not not another trivia question. We are whoa, hang on. Uh, yeah, we should be good. We're going to get in touch with our very next guest for the show. If he is available, if he is available, which he is, he is available. So, uh, yeah, sorry about that. A little weird, weird thing going on. We'll give away one more bag at the end of the, uh, at the show, but we've got, uh, essentially we have our last guest and that guest is Mr. Matt Frank. That's me. Matt Frank. Welcome back to the Kaiju cast. Good, sir. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, so, yeah, Matt actually almost wasn't able to make it because of a scheduling conflict, but I'm glad that he's made the time to get back to us with uh, with our very important questions about about his life. My life, specifically. Specifically, um. man. I mean, who... <laughs> Nobody uh, wants glad to, know to be back. Uh, I'm uh, doing all right, man. Doing all right. I um, yeah. I I am glad I got to the show. Um, definitely, uh, the scheduling conflict was not as bad as I thought it was going to be, and uh, um, so I'm here. Everything's everything is going well. Just busy, busy, busy. How about yourself? Ah, uh, doing pretty well. I mean, aside from all the headaches that I've had for you haven't you haven't been around, but basically, the <laughs> chat software crapped uh, itself and the uh, uh, uh people were having trouble connecting to the live feed but i think people are chatting now and we've changed the uh trivia question stuff so that people have to answer via email it's all it's all happening you know yeah <laughs> it's, it's uh it's <laughs> well, this is not yeah. something people pay for so it's fine <laughs> yeah of course no that's that's good that's good i'm glad that uh oof um yeah well you know i mean it's it's i'm glad to see that not only the best kaiju-related podcast, Aww. one of the major kaiju-related podcasts, but certainly the best is Running Strong still. And uh, I'm glad you're here with another live show. Uh, everybody, uh, everybody, um, hopefully everybody had a great time with the last one. Hopefully everybody's having a good time with this one. I I would imagine it's hard to tell. It's hard to gauge when I'm not actually people <laughs> well, aren't actually a in the chat. Time I don't know, but. Uh, Everybody else, I hope. Just I'm just kidding. That was that was. That was <laughs> it's okay, man. It's all right, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, hey, so, let's uh, let's get down to brass tacks, my friend. So, uh, so you have uh, recently been to the the land of the rising sun, Japan. Yes, following your footsteps, sir. <laughs> That's right. I was the first fan to ever go to Japan. Did That's you guys right. know first that, my co-host? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, how? Tell me, tell me how that came about. How did you guys uh, make the decision to? Because you went with your girlfriend. Yes, uh, my girlfriend, who is now my fiance, actually. And congratulations um, on that, sir. Thank you very much. Yes, uh, that's actually where we were today. We were at the. We were at a a bridal extravaganza, um, <laughs> and uh, it actually turned out to uh, to be uh, fairly low key. It was pretty. It was a lot of fun. Um, We've got some fun, very nerdy plans for the wedding. So, um, but anyway, with regards to Japan, though, oh, it was really Morgan and I have always been in love with Japan, both of us. And she grew up with anime and is a big Japanophile like me. 
And we just decided – some uh, actually what happened was some friends of ours uh, went and they just blew all their money and they just decided, you know, the heck with it. We're just going to go to Japan and just blow off our money and put ourselves in debt. But the heck of it, we don't have kids or, or house or anything like that now. So we kind of adopted that attitude. We just decided, you know, let's just go ahead and do it. And – you chose the best time to do that, man. <laughs> before, before major payments uh, on a monthly basis, yeah. and uh, and you know, kids. Which Jeff is a father as well. We love our kids, but uh, oh my god, they they really hold you down sometimes. <laughs> love you, Tiger. They, they, You're a good kid. Yeah, they, they take all your money. All of it. All of it. Um. Oh yeah, I didn't know. There, I I I didn't know that there was anybody else going to be there today. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So sorry, Jeff is here, and uh, uh, and Brian Cook is here as well. Hello, uh, hello. Um, all right. Um, so uh, let me think. Uh, what happened? Where was I? Oh, I was in Japan. Um, yeah. Just you, you, what was really great was it, as soon as the plan it, it kind of got out there that we were planning on uh, heading out that way. A lot of people started contacting me and saying, like, oh, my God, you're coming out to Japan. We totally need to hang out. And, you know, guys like uh, Jim Ballard and uh, and JR, they they got in touch with us. They're the they're the guys who run uh, Sci-Fi Japan TV. Oh, I'm very and, aware of those people. Yes. Very and aware. we they were kind enough to follow us around and make a whole episode of Sci-Fi Japan about uh matt frank and his girlfriend uh visiting japan and there's a lot of neat little surprises in that video so uh youtube that kids um let's see uh gosh we 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 just all the people we we met we met so many amazing great people uh like fumiaki kawakami the ymsf sculptor of some of our lovely godzilla toys oh excellent now did has he he's the one that's actually painting the the Matt Frank version of the of the figure, right? Yeah, he well he sculpts them and paints them himself. Awesome. Well, we just and, gave away one of those actually. Oh, awesome. Great. Yeah, I mean, I got to see his studio and he has just just mountains of toys. And he he and his his uh, wife Miyosan took us out to dinner. Uh, we had cow tongue at <laughs> a Korean barbecue. <laughs> As a vegetarian, I say that sounds delicious, sir. <laughs> no, it was actually really, really good, uh, and uh, we—it um, was just—it was—it was very different at first, but we were so enamored with uh, everything; it was all really wonderful. And then, gosh, what else did we do? We—we we, uh, I, I got to go and have. Uh, what 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 happened? God, it was such a whirlwind. We went to <laughs> hang out with Shinichi Wakasa of Monsters Inc. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. I really, really, really screwed that over. I really wanted to go see him when I was there, and uh, I right. got I got lost. I oh got, yeah. yeah, no, I remember that listening to that podcast. Yeah, that was a shame. He's a really nice guy, though. I'm sure that if you. I'm sure he was more than willing to give you a second chance. <laughs> yeah, I well, I sent him as a uh, as an I'm sorry gift. I actually sent him a Voodoo Donuts T-shirt. Uh, nice. That's the, the guys here in the studio know Voodoo Donuts. They're like a local crazy oh. donut producer here in town. They make like stuff with cereal on top and Oreo nice. cookies. They used to have a Nyquil donut that was full of, full of Nyquil. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to pull that. From <laughs> they, they took it off. Anyway, so yeah, I gave him. I I sent him a, a 
shirt from from them as sort of like I'm so sorry, save yeah. face kind of thing. Oh, you all. Uh, well, that's 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 that is good. I mean, we're we're gonna send him something as well, just as a thank you, because uh, it was really great getting to to go to his studio and uh, of course getting to hang out with Satomu Kitagawa, Tom Kitagawa, uh, who fans will know as the Millennium Godzilla, and that's all in the video too. Just all of this, uh, these little bits of interviews and. Uh, and then everybody, so that's the thing, you know, everyone is so accommodating over there. Everybody we met it was very, Japanese hospitality is legendary. And we really got to experience it firsthand. You know, we also got to go out to dinner with Takeshi Yagi, who's one of the Ultraman producers slash directors. And he just, uh, he, he, we went out to dinner with him and JR and Jim and, and it was so funny because it just just it kind of it kind of sinks in every couple of minutes you'll be sitting there and you'll just kind of realize i'm sitting with this guy who directed super 8 ultra brothers and we're drinking and eating okonomiyaki and just kind of hanging out and it's amazing so yeah that is awesome yeah i actually i'm hoping that when i go back i've got my fingers crossed for this year but i'm hoping when i go back that i'll have more time to do hangout stuff and less yeah. interview stuff because Right. Um, the fact that that uh, I was able to interview Shusuke Kaneko and um, right. and uh, and that he hung out and waited for me after I got lost was was awesome. But yeah. uh, I would much rather just like go drinking with those people and go have <laughs> some good food and like just basically chat with them all night than than try and organize an interview where I ask them specific questions about their film history and yada yada yada. So it really sounds like you had a really awesome time there, man. And you were there for how long? I was there for two weeks, just about two weeks. Uh, so just about 13 days. Um, when we stayed, we stayed in Ikebukuro, which is a one of the uh, one of the relatively smaller districts, but it's kind of a kind of a it's kind of where the one of the cheaper places you would go if you're a tourist and you want to stay somewhere that's not ridiculously expensive. And there's a lot of great food there. There's some decent shopping. And it's just a nice little kind of a, 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 a the working man's Tokyo, so to speak. It's a little microcosm of everything that makes Tokyo, Tokyo. So cool, cool. It's really nice. But yeah. So uh, aside from having an amazing time in Japan and proposing to your lady and yep. her saying yes, thank goodness, uh, <laughs> what, uh, which I'm sure you would, you know, there was no question, right? But uh well, she what? didn't so much say yes as made a series of squeaks. Nice. <laughs> so, nice. <laughs> so I think we're good. I think we're good. Well, you went to a bridal show together together today, so I'm assuming you guys are in good shape. Um, exactly. What uh, What else is on your plate these days? Oh, what isn't on my plate? I'm um, I'm 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 busy, busy, busy these days, my friend. Um, just finished up another Godzilla cover the other night for the ongoing series that has yet to has yet to show itself online um there's just a couple more issues to go on my end um let's see uh, i've done a quite a few transformers related jobs this year i was surprised this past year i was surprised at how many i actually got to do um a few things that haven't been announced yet the big one being marvel and transformers that crossover that I finished back in October, I think. 
Cool, cool. Yeah, and you and you've been doing a lot of work with the Kaiju Combat guys. So. Yes, and of, of course, yeah. That was that's the uh, that's the current really big thing. We we got funded, which was really awesome. I was I was I was getting. You know, it's getting a little shaky. It's getting a little shaky there, where you're just like, man, it's just you, you never know. You never know if something's gonna get funded or not. Oh yeah, well, I think when uh, we didn't actually talk about it on the show, but the the funding happened, and then it got like two two giant ten thousand dollar donations got pulled <laughs> out at like the in a sense at the eleventh hour, yeah. and then uh, the basically people rallied and got it funded and actually not just met but exceeded a little bit over over the 100 what was it 100,000 dollars 100,000 was our was our goal you know our original cuz we did an originally did a kickstarter back a couple of months earlier and we didn't meet our goal but i think that was a combination of of factors like how we didn't one of the things i learned about kickstarter one of the things that was also told to me was You've really got to have a product. You've got to kind of show off, like, this is what I'm doing. I've already got a lot of the work done. I just need that extra boost. And that's that's just something we didn't have when we first started. I think we were relying a little too much on, this is these are the people involved, and this is what we're planning on doing. But, yeah, we people were so enamored with the idea, and we were able to talk to a couple of other some of some of our collaborators who are the people who if you donate a certain if you donated a certain amount of money you got to work with us and have a monster of your design put into the game and we went ahead and we actually had a couple people go ahead and and and, and give us some money to do that they were they were so dedicated and involved in what we were doing that we got a few monsters out the gate and so then we had something to show off, and so that way when we came back around, we said, "No, seriously, this is what we're doing." <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I mean, you guys have I mean, one of the things that I obviously I'm a fan of your artwork, sir, and uh, I've been really enjoying seeing the monster designs that are are uh, going in the game. Or, or now, are these the monsters that are definitely in the game? Like, uh, are the everything that you're putting the finishing touches on and 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 doing the actual turnarounds for is that are those absolutely into the kaiju combat when it launches um as i understand it they there there's going to be a voting process i think that there's a strong possibility that most if not all of them will eventually be in the game but we only have so many slots for each release like every time we're, we're going to have, like, waves, like, packages of monsters coming out. Right, right. And uh, each package has a different set. So, um, like I said, there will be a voting process, and the the most popular monsters will be the, the first ones out the gate. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly confident we're going to... To be honest, a lot of that is also a Simon question, because... Right, right. He, he's, but he's been great to work with. He's had so... He's he's just been on top of this thing. This is what he this is what he does in morning, noon, and night. When I'm have to when I have to run off and go do something else, work on some other project, I'm I I have confidence that he is handling things very well. So, well, but, he's he's definitely very very knowledgeable, and uh, I have to say, 
I'm not. I mentioned this during the interview with him. I'm not a huge gamer, but yeah. half the stuff he was talking about was just like so over my head that I was like, "Sounds good," you know. Like, <laughs> he he's no, got yeah, that that's... he's got that going on for him. Yeah, I think that if nothing else, he is he is definitely dedicated to making just a, a, as best a game as he can with the resources he has available, and he's uh, he really we. He really is. It is really great to kind of to kind of powwow and run ideas by one another, and you know. And if I have a concern about something, I'll chime in, and he's more than happy to listen to it. And I mean, none of pretty much none of the decisions. I, I don't. I haven't heavily disagreed with. I mean, a lot of what he's done, I've just been like, that just sounds great. That sounds like a really good idea. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I am excited to see. What what is what the final product is going to look like? I mean, I don't know if you, if everybody's seen the Macrosaurus animation model that premiered in the Kickstarter video. I have seen that. Have you guys seen yeah. that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Seen yeah. It no. I have my co-host speak up here for a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very impressive. Uh, no, yeah. So so just uh, when I saw that, a lot of my trepidations just kind of melted away because I was just like, oh, okay, so we have a direction now. And it was just really gratifying to finally see something that said, no, like, it was the next level of, like, no, seriously, this is what we're doing. So That's awesome. Well, I can, I'm, I'm looking forward to the updates. I'm, I'm not a huge forum user, uh, yeah. but I know I signed up for the forums, and I'm, I, I look forward to seeing the updates on the Facebook page and maybe hopping in there every once in a while, because I do love me some giant monster fighting. <laughs> Great, great. I'm, I'm actually, I've got my sketchbook next to me here. I've actually got practically a sheet of new sketches for a new monster that we're going to be revealing pretty soon. And it's definitely, uh, it's a wild one. It's That's one of the things that I'm really proud of is the variety of monsters we have. This really, these these things that like, m- one of my personal favorites, which is Mora Titan, the Moray eel walking around in this suit of oh, armor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That looks awesome. Yeah. That's that really a, cool. That was that was created by an eleven year old kid, who who came up to me at G Fest this past year, and he said like I've got this idea for a monster. It's a it's a it's this, and I was just like, okay, here's my contact information. <laughs> um, Simon, <laughs> nice. Seriously, so. And I'm sure he presented you with a contract for residuals and uh, <laughs> royalties after a certain amount of time. Of <laughs> I, I mean, you know, there's – I can make T-shirts. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we will actually have things like how you come back T-shirts and stuff. So, um, yeah. Very cool, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, any Any other news you feel like sharing? I know we talked to Ed and Mike from Monster Attack Team, and they mentioned oh, that you were going to be part of the Acon experience uh, later yeah. this year. Yes, yes, I was. I'm I'm really excited for that. That uh, it's going to be Ed and Mike, and I believe Phil Kim as well, who's uh, in charge of Famous Monsters, uh, and uh, Bob Eggleton and. Uh, August Ragoni and myself, we're all going to be the, the, the giant monster crew at Akon this year, which is actually going to be the first time, uh, you know, after even living in Texas, this will be the first time I've been to Akon since, God, since high school. Um, so a good, a good 
eight or nine years ago. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun to be able to go back. But yeah, I, I'm working with them on something. I don't know if I can... Did they mention what I'm doing for Monster Attack Team? Or... Uh, I actually, you know what? I'm not sure if they, if they specified that. So I'm not sure if you can, if you're able to share it or not, but if yeah, you, you know, are, I, let me know. I won't, uh, I, I, I don't think I can, I don't think I can spoil that surprise, but I really, it's a really cool little thing they contacted me for. They just, they, they wrote me and they, they got in touch with me and they said, we've got this idea for this new version of Monster Attack Team. And I'm a big fan of the magazine. So I was I actually did the one of the covers for one of the more recent issues. Yes, and, that's the one I was talking about. That I have yes, that one. Yes, yes. Uh, and but this 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 new thing I'm doing for them is really kind of creative and cool, and it just sounded like a lot of fun. I was like, well, I'm stretched a little thin, but uh, sure, why not? Let's do this. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. Uh, so I'm assuming it's like a uh, full color centerfold right is that what we're looking at from you not quite photo shoot big something else yeah. <laughs> big anime <laughs> cosplay guy yeah <laughs> i mean as devilishly handsome and attractive as i am uh i don't know if no um full color centerfold <laughs> i don't know i've been doing this show for uh almost two hours now so <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i'm an emotional roller coaster <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hang uh, in there buddy hang yeah. in there i'm glad i'm glad i was able to to jump in when i did yeah man thank you very much for for joining us and actually this probably i mean unless there's something else you got to share like this is a great <sighs> yeah, time for me to just say thank you not only for joining us but for providing these amazing prints um sure. and I, I you know i i felt really bad i realized that i i forgot to sign those i feel so bad but well, the it, good news on that is that the guy who complained about it isn't has not won a single thing yet. So <laughs> <laughs> get on the ball, Earn. <laughs> no, this. Uh, but but I am glad I managed to get those to you as quickly as I did. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's happening that I want to talk about. I mean, I've got a lot of other stuff coming down the pipe that I want to talk about, but I just can't because it's just it's too early to know. But hopefully here pretty soon we can do another show and maybe we can dig a little deeper into uh, some some of the stuff I've got coming up. I might have another Kickstarter for an, a new project sometime soon. I'm actually that actually is ramping up pretty pretty heavily that there's there's this new project on the horizon. Excellent, uh, very cool. So yeah, right on, man. Well, I think we're gonna let you go, but thank you again for for all your help and it's always always a pleasure to talk to you and uh sure. we'll definitely get you back on the show for another full-blown episode at some time sounds good thank you very much for having me all right well this is uh this is your last chance guys to say say something to matt frank all right thanks <laughs> thanks thanks and good work yeah yeah thank you thank all right you man very much we will talk to you later thanks take it easy guys i get back bye it's always fun talking to matt i mean he's yep. It's I I know I've mentioned this before. I met Matt the first time the first year of the Kaiju Cast 2009. I went to G Fest, and um, Matt was down there on the in the artist's room, and uh, I talked with him for a very a little bit of time. But man, I was like kind of broke at the time. I wish I could have bought prints from him and stuff. But uh, this the time from when he was just just an artist in that room to last year when I went to G-Fest and he's got like 
his original artwork and his portfolio and he's got his uh he's been doing covers for idw it's just i'm so happy that that he's doing so well it's really really good to see him doing well and really uh really fun to talk to him so i think uh we're actually almost at the end of the show can you believe it the two-hour extravaganza and uh i think it's time for us to give away prize pack number four so rachel could you do me a favor and hand me that gigantic bag of awesomeness now did we already exhaust uh, all of your trivia questions guys uh i have one you, i have one you, last you one, do have so a lot one last one see so, yeah. I, I don't need the ipad i can do it so. oh excellent is it a hard one because there's a lot of good stuff in here well it, it, i said it earlier do you remember the other question that i had what was it oh yeah yeah, yeah. i i remember that um let's make that a two-part question okay. and I, you provide the first question and i'll provide the second part okay it's the one right yeah yeah okay <laughs> okay so let's talk about what's in this prize pack uh we have the matt frank cover art for g fan issue number 100 i have this hanging on my wall downstairs I, my, my own print of this hanging on my wall downstairs i actually went through this the other day with uh lady kyle and there were 19 monsters that i could not name which wow. i am assuming are from the ultraman series so i've got some catching up to do wow uh it's really quite amazing i don't know how many monsters there are because she was only counting the times i said i don't know but there's a ton because i knew way more monsters than i did not know because you know that's my job that's not my job that's <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome if that was my job. So that's one thing we have in here. Reaching in the bag. Oh, we also have Godzilla vs. Biolante on Blu-ray. Nice. From Mill Creek Entertainment, which is an amazing version of the film, in my opinion. Uh, oh, speaking of Matt Frank, this was donated by Things for Another World, and this is the Godzilla Legends trade paperback. I should probably not put these on the keyboard that's hooked up to the mixer. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, don't, and don't here, put it too close to your beard. Have my knock over my beard's way over here next to my elbow, yes. <laughs> not in danger of knocking over anything. I'm giving these to Rachel to hang on to for me. And uh, the next thing out of the bag is, da, 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 da. Oh, which one do I want to pull out? Okay, this is a Revoltech Mogura figure from the Mysterians. Now, I did not own a single Revoltech figure until yesterday when I was at Toy Freaks, and I decided to buy the Mothra figure. Oh. <laughs> Jeff's eyes are darting around the studio right now. <laughs> where, where, where is it? Where, where, it's where, over where, where, there. Where, where? It's over there on the far, the farthest top cube. See it? Oh yeah. It's it's awesome. It actually fits in really well with the SH Monster Arts figures. But this is nice. uh, this is Mogura from the Mysterians, and it's uh, it's from like I said from Revoltech, which is a company. Kyoto uh, is the company, and this, I guess this is their series, and it's highly articulated figure, very much like the SH Monster Arts figures, but a little bit uh, smaller in scale. And so that's from Toy Freaks. They Thank you, great, David. They have great detail on those figures. They really yeah. do. They really do. And so what else do we have in here? Oh, this is, oh, this is cool. Uh, Impact Merchandising, a company that has been uh, doing Godzilla shirts as of late, have has recently started creating some of the shirts with the actual artwork from the posters. And so this is the Godzilla X Megagiris poster, which nice. is also on that wall behind you guys. Bum, bum, bum. Did you say that was what companies do? Impact Merchandising. Impact, yeah. But this is provided by Things from Another World, an amazing 
store here in Portland that I've talked about a lot on the show and uh, continue to talk about uh, as as the as the days continue. That is an extra large shirt. So again, not something that uh, I can change out easily if you're not an extra large person. And then, uh, hang on one sec. Yeah. He's digging in the bag now. It's just endless. The I know. Prizes. Well, this is the last bag. This is the well, biggest one. Well, it is one. endless, this, or it these, is, No, is it's it? not endless. It's, if it was endless, yeah. there would be another bag. But this right. is not... This is the last bag. Uh, we have also from things, things from Another World a Burning Godzilla minifigure and a Mechagodzilla minifigure. From Toy Freaks, we have the Matt Frank Artist EX001 Gabara figure that's making a ton of noise. And, of course... The pink Hedra figure as well. So, you guys, there's one more thing in this box, in this bag, excuse me. You know what it is, right? I do know what it is. What is it? I've forgotten. I feel like I should actually play the music while I'm talking about this, but I'm not going to. This is the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive SH Monster Arts figure Meltdown Godzilla, and uh, or Comic-Con Explosion, I guess. It's an amazing figure. I've got one in the case right there. And uh, I love the SH Monster Arts figures. I know they've got some some flaws to them, but they're still really cool. And uh, this is, uh, yeah, this was this is one I got for the for the show. So that is uh, prize pack number four. So before we begin, we're going to have a two part question. If you know the answer, you need to send it to controller at kaijucast.com with the subject of trivia let's see trivia question number four and they have to answer both questions they have to answer both questions to get this correctly that's not how you say that you have to answer both questions correctly to win the prize (laughs) (laughs) i've only had two beers and actually i haven't even finished this one here let me fix that there you go that's two beers (sighs) all right so i've only had two beers you guys uh so the question is brian all right. In the film Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Pee-wee drives or rides his bike through a Godzilla film set. What other Toho monster besides Godzilla is in that scene? Okay, so you have to get that right in order to get the bonus question, which is what Godzilla fan built those suits? And so... Once again, send that email to controller at kaijucast.com and have the trivia, uh, the question, sorry, the subject say trivia question number four. And if you know the answers to that question, uh, you could win that entire prize pack, which has a whole bunch of really awesome stuff in it. Oh. I didn't forget that. Actually, what I should mention is that um, the. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting distracted by emails. Okay, so the there's something else in here that I I need to mention is that Hilltown Kaiju has donated a whole bunch of stuff, and they it's on its way to the Kaiju Cast now. So basically, anyone who's won a prize pack, they're going to get some extra goodies, and those are those are all donated by Hilltown Kaiju. So I need you guys to talk. Ooh, people are getting the first question correct. But they're the not getting was, the second yeah. one. First one was a little bit easier, but the second one made it very difficult. It's so. the part two that that is the uh, yeah. stumper. Oh, 
Oh, crap. <laughs> so you guys know how I said uh, Earn needs to get on the ball? Yeah. yeah. He got on the ball? Earn got on the ball. All right, Earn. <laughs> because the, the answer is King Ghidra is the, is the suit. Yes. And then the person who built those suits is Cleve Hall. So congratulations, Earn. You've just won trivia pack number four. Nicely done. Yes, well done. Man, they're still coming in. Some people are still getting it wrong, but it's fine. Way to go, Earn. Uh, yeah, so that's that's our uh, that's our live show. This was a, this was quite a fiasco, and you guys don't even know the whole shebang of why I was so stressed out when these guys showed up today, <laughs> which we don't need to talk about because it's not uh, not really family friendly. Uh, but uh, there's there's uh, many things happening in <laughs> at the Kaiju Cast HQ. Anyway, we're gonna go ahead and move on. We need a final song. What do you guys think? Let me see that chat room there, Rachel. We're gonna we're gonna go to the chat room. Yeah, who wants suggestion. to who wants to request one final final song here? It's uh here, you guys do me a favor and, and chat here. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Jaws. Go. Oh man, Jaws is so good. I've never seen it. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, so what song do you think we should do here? For the, I don't know. I picked Devo uh, on the last episode. Devo. And it was really bad. Yeah, that really got some really great choice. complaints. Thank Did you it? very much. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I don't. I wouldn't say I picked that though. I just. I just let you, Kyle know it existed, and then it happened. So you mentioned it, and then the next thing I knew, we were playing it. <laughs> and it was, you know what? Actually, are there? Any I listened back to that, and I want to apologize okay. to anyone that. Had well, I'm not yet. actually able to load up the chat, so. Um, yeah, now I have to register, and I ain't doing that. So uh, thanks for being in the chat that Rachel set up, and thanks to Rachel for setting up the chat. Yes, thank you, Rachel. Uh, I think we should probably do all of our – if if uh, if we get another, another uh, request in by the time I finish talking, I think we should thank everybody here. So once again, thank you to Things From Another World for all their donations. Thank you to Toy Freaks, David Oaks, uh, for, for donating all of that awesomeness. Thanks to Scott Martin and Hilltown Kaiju for their donations. And thanks to Monster Attack Team for their donations, which I think they said are magazines. I'm going to have to go back and listen, of course, to see exactly what it was. But, uh, yeah, I mean, super awesome. And Matt Frank. That's it. Matt Matt Frank Frank for donating and stuff. I mean, lots of really great things. And I'm seriously a little blown away every time I ask for donations or, or things. I... Let's see. Should we try and do this again next year? Of course, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think an I annual mean, thing. I think people like it, right? You people like it, correct? Yeah. Yes. I'm. I'm not going to actually know that they like it because there's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the chat room. <laughs> they. I know they like it. I know at least some people are listening. I know we're having some problems with the, with the technological aspects of here of this, and I'm uh, a little bummed about that. But the good news is that. Uh, I'm sure we can figure this out. If there are any IT people out there that have suggestions on um, on chat room software and so forth, uh, I would love to hear them before next year. Uh, obviously, the the free options that I'm choosing suck. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, we're going to go ahead and close the show out. Do we have a request? Oh, that's a good one. We we can do the end end theme. Who who requested that one, Rachel? G2K Master. That sounds like uh, like a really terrifying person in real life. <laughs> but uh, oh, let's have this do an order here. So I think what we're going to do here is play the ending theme for uh, Gamera 3. <laughs> nice. Tell Kyle to 
Oh, me, oh no. Oh. People hate us. That's cool. It's all <laughs> That's good. That's not true. Anyway, uh, I really, really wanted to say thank you to you guys as well, to Rachel, the intern today, <laughs> <laughs> and Brian uh, and Jeff for joining me here in the studio. It's been, uh, it has been quite the experience, I'll tell you. And thank you to everybody who, who uh, endured through the annoyances and, and listened to the chat, or not listened to the chat, listened to the show uh, and joined the chat that, that Rachel is checking out. And um, until next month, oh, wait, no, we got to do this. Do your homework. Godzilla Raids again. Uh, please send that in by the last weekend of January for the Daikaiju discussion. And uh, I think until then, we can say goodbye. Uh, bye. <laughs> bye, everybody. You guys need your own goodbyes, I think. Yeah. Yes, yeah. We, we, we need to come up, come up with our own thing. Yeah. All right. Thanks, yeah. guys. There yeah. you go. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Jamata. Yeah.